it's time to crank up the truth. I'm Val Selby, and over the decades of working online, I've learned a most important lesson. Mindset owns your business. If procrastination, imposter syndrome, and a lack of focus have been blocking your biz, then I'm here with Val Full Volume, ready to help you see choices that you're making. Get ready to own your personality and use your expertise to create the business of your dreams. Now is the time to make changes and live your best life. So let's get to it. All right, everyone. I can't just start every single one of these with, I'm super excited to have this conversation today because you'd hear it every single time. But I do have to say right now, I'm a little bit fangirling. And especially now after we just had this conversation (laughs) of how much we have in common, I'm just like feeling like, did we just become best friends? So today I have exciting email marketing for you with Liz Wilcox and Liz, thank you so much for being here. And if you would tell my guests a little bit about yourself, that would be fantastic. Oh my gosh. Yes. Hello friends. Before we hit record, we were just gossiping and gushing over reality TV. So if you're into reality TV, Hit me up in the DMs because I love unscripted television. (laughs) Anyway, what's up? I'm Liz Wilcox. (laughs) And you know that feeling you get when, you know, you listen to an amazing podcast like Val's and, you know, there's some wild woman that jumps up on the screen and she's screaming at you about email marketing. And for every dollar you spend with email, you can get 40 bucks in return. Now go, 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 go. And so, you know, you probably open up MailChimp or ConvertKit, whatever the heck you're using. And then you feel kind of dumb because you have no idea what the heck to write. Well, (laughs) I help eliminate that problem. I truly mean it when I say I want to make email writing really simple and very effective for you. And uh, I'm sure we'll get into that today. Oh, absolutely. And I can vouch for this 100% because I am in her yearly membership. And I don't always open the emails all the time, but anybody on here knows that I always have things happen for a reason. And they're probably going, duh, Val, of course that happened when you went and opened your email. I've been wanting to email to like test my market for the last couple of weeks. And I've put it off, put it off, put it off. And then I opened up the email from this week. I just opened it up. And I opened it up. And here you are talking about it, that exact topic with your swipes in there. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I love that, y'all. So what Val's talking about, I have a I have like a $9 a month membership and I send out weekly templates. And it's I love, love, love to hear that because there's always there's almost always like one or two people that they're like, this is the exact thing I was just thinking about. And I'm like, yeah, that's called magic. <laughs> um, you know, exactly. aren't you getting a deal? But it's it's so fun. And yeah, we were talking this week. It was about gathering customer research and asking people what they wanted from you. But I just find it so fun. I just love newsletters. And that's actually how I got started. I was an RV travel blogger, y'all. Like I did not come out of the womb knowing about email marketing <laughs> and every, you know, everybody in their mama was like, you got to have email. Everything you do is for, to build the email list, the email list. And I just got really good at that. And then I was like, Oh, other people aren't good at that. Let me just create this membership. Let me just yeah. do it for you or whatever. Right. 
I know there's the times that I've really not been good about it. And I mean, even now I'm still, there's times that I'm falling through. I'm not following through with what I want to be happening. And it's because I get really stuck in my head of who do I want to be in my emails? I'll start second guessing my personality. Am I too much? You know, all of that. And that leads me and so many clients when we're talking down, well, I don't know what to write. It's like, you have to bring your personality back into it. And of course you don't know what to write if you don't. (laughs) Yeah. Let's talk about that. So I love that Val just used the word personality for me in your emails. I'm going to split this into two parts. So like, here's kind of what to put, especially at the beginning and to bring out in those newsletters in the future. And then we'll talk about like what actually you should write about. So the first thing you need, of course, is a little bit of personality, right? We all get those email marketers where it's just super dry. I'm thinking of like e-commerce or if you sign up for, you know, you buy something from like National Football League or something, you know, and then they it's just not personality. Even I'm on, I don't know if you guys uh, are familiar with this guy, Marshall Mathers, Eminem, Slim Shady. I'm on his email list. And I mean, luckily, he's so huge. You know, he's like the number one rapper in the globe. He doesn't have to have personality, right? He can just send the shop link. But you and I, you know, we're not the real Slim Shady, right? We're not standing <laughs> up. And so we need to have a personality. We need a way to distinguish ourselves. The second thing is to share your vision. What is that thing you want for your readers, for your ideal clients. For me, it's make money with email marketing, right? I don't care about your social media. I don't care about your podcast. No offense. Uh, You know, I don't care about anything. I'm only invested in making email work for you. And I share that constantly. Hey, let's make this email thing work, right? Especially in my membership, almost every email I send out Monday morning, I'm like, I believe in this for you. I believe in this for you. You're going to figure out email marketing, right? Whatever your vision is, constantly saying that in your emails, sharing that vision. And then the third thing are values, right? So, you know, this is not Put out a press release that, you know, every every time something catastrophic happens, because, you know, we'd be sending 20 million emails a day nowadays. But it is there are certain principles, certain values that drive the way you do business, drive the way you create offers and sharing those, especially in the welcome sequence or in your newsletters. Like for me, one of mine is affordability. When I started, I had, you know, negative zero dollars, so to speak, right? I really didn't have any money to invest. I didn't have anybody telling me, yeah, you should spend money on that. That's a good idea, Liz. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, everyone was like, what? That's another crazy idea for Liz. Surprise, (laughs) surprise, right? And so, you know, I keeping things affordable is really important to me. So that's something that I share often. And I know there are certain principles that drive the way you do business and sharing those with your email list is really important. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing that I was looking, I don't even know where it was on your site. One thing I was looking on there that really struck me and I really want you listening to feel this because I had never thought of it that way before is if you're paying for the email software platform and how many times are you emailing how much is that platform costing <laughs> yeah amen that's right on my homepage it's like yes. it says something like raise your hand you know if you 
gave ConvertKit a hundred bucks and you didn't send one dang email. Right. <laughs> and we're talking about earlier, you know, I mentioned, oh, for every dollar you can get 40 bucks in return, but that's when you do it right. So focusing on that personality, vision and values, that's going to help you stand out in the inbox. Oh, I know who Val is. I know what she stands for. Uh, you know, I know a little bit of her personality and I know what she wants to help me with. Right. Mm-hmm. And so then what the heck do we put in these newsletters? How do we make sure you know, we are working towards that, you know, one to $40 ratio. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I, again, this is right on my homepage. I take a follower. I call it the email staircase. So take a follower, get them on your list, turn them into a friend. And when you have a list full of friends, you can turn them into customers basically because you know them. Hey, I know you guys constantly ask me questions about newsletters. Oh, I have this newsletter membership. Ta freaking da. It's not mm-hmm. it's not actually magic like I said earlier. It's just <laughs> learning more about your subscribers so you can create products or tweak your current offerings and sales messages so that people actually know, oh, this is going to help me with that vision. This is going to help me get where I want to go. So inside of those emails, making sure number 1 that people know you are invested right? Invested mm-hmm. in your business and invested in that vision for them. Saying something like, oh, I just spent an hour listening to a podcast about email marketing. Now I'm going to write less crappy emails for you. You know, that that shows you're invested, right? That shows you're invested in them and it shows you're invested in your business. You might not think your subscribers want to hear about the new laptop you bought, but that shows you're invested in the business. You know, and nowadays, especially if you're an online service provider or course creator or even e-commerce or whatever, you know, no offense, you're a dime a dozen, right? You know, there are a million and one people trying to grab your subscribers' attention that are doing Mm -hmm. something similar to you. So if you can show you're invested in your business, hey, I just bought this new laptop. I just spent three hours creating this offer, da-da-da-da-da, they're going to invest back into you. Mm -hmm. But you have to show you're invested first. Number two is just be relatable. And notice I didn't say interesting. Okay, (laughs) let's leave the interesting to celebrities. And okay, Val and I were just talking about reality TV. Is that in essence very interesting? Mostly not, but it's very relatable, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, you know, it's these average people. Like I'm a huge Survivor fan. So for me, it's like obviously going to an island isn't relatable, but the people on the cast are, the people they bring. They're school teachers. I mean, they had like a custodian one time, a lunch lady, a flight attendant, you know, people like you and me. I think last season they had a TikTok creator. That was really, really, I was like, suddenly I was like, she was my favorite out of the (laughs) gate, right? These are relatable characters. That's what casting does. So in your email, email newsletters being incredibly relatable and note you don't have to be interesting you don't have to tell these stories every but every other email marketer tells you to say you can say hey i just got done watching sister wives i said that to val she was like oh my god actually i like that show too that's not very interesting it doesn't tell you anything about liz wilcox uh you know that she watches reality tv but it's incredibly relatable yeah. right so what are those relatability pieces and then the third and last thing is just to stay top of mind and 
you know, most people say, oh, that means I have to email daily or weekly. I can't do that. That's too much, Liz. But honestly, if you show how invested you are in the vision for your people and your business, if you become very relatable to them, staying top of mind becomes much easier. Y'all, I didn't email my list last week. I had just gone through a launch. I was tired. I got really sick. My nephew came into town. I was like, I'm not, no, I'm just not doing it. I need to, a break. Nobody forgot about me. That's yeah. because I've spent so much time becoming relatable, investing, mm-hmm. that staying top of mind actually becomes easier for me. Yes. And I definitely noticed that because for a, quite a while, I've been telling myself over and over again, I mean, not even quite a while. For like two years, I was telling myself, you know what? We're going to set a commitment. We're going to email every day. We're going to see how this works and check stats. And, and I never did it, never did it. And I finally got to the point where I was tired of hearing myself in my head saying this. So I was like, okay, you have to do it now or you have to shut up about it. <laughs> and I did that and it was wonderful and it worked great. And I pulled stats from it and I got a ton of people communicating with me. But then I felt that little bit of burnout. Like you said, I was like, oh, I can't, this is not sustainable for me because now it felt like work. And then it's not fun. <laughs> right? So setting it in place that I have related with these people now, like you said, if I go a few days without emailing, it's okay because they're still going to open it up. They still remember who I was. That said, that's because we've done some work before before we stopped emailing. (laughs) Absolutely. And, you know, people, when you email daily or even weekly or even once a month, you show up once a month and somebody's on your email list for a year, they see that you are invested, right? Oh, here comes Liz again, you know, and in the inbox, we want to, we want that familiarity, right? We want to be familiar, Mm -hmm. but we don't want to be predictable, Right. So it's the same as the mailbox. When we go out to the mailbox, I've got three pieces of mail. Oh, that's junk. I automatically throw that away. Oh, this is a bill. I know I don't need to open that till next week. It's going to go over here in the junk drawer or whatever. And oh my gosh, Val sent me something. I have to open this right away. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, Val sent me the same thing every single day, every single week. It was the same package or it was the same thank you card. Eventually, uh, I know what's in there. It's going to go with the bill, right? I'm going to set it aside. Oh, I'll open that next Mm -hmm. week when I get to it. Mm -hmm. But in the inbox, we know, you know, once it gets to page two, it ain't, it ain't happening, right? (laughs) So we want to be familiar. I know, oh, that's Val, but we don't want to be predictable. So we vary that content, maybe vary the speed, you know, oh, I'm going to send a few this week. I'm going to send one next week. Oh, I'm going to go from once a month. Now I do twice a month. We want to be unpredictable in that content, not in like a chaotic way where, you know, I'm talking about email and then I'm talking about, you know, my favorite reality star. And then I'm talking about this, you know, we want to be familiar, but not predictable in the best way. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So I've got unpredictable down everybody. You you all know that. Unpredictable down. (laughs) No, I, I know one thing that I do lean into is, you know what? I'm constantly thinking of my email list as part of my community. And I know that that was a nice mind shift change as well, instead of just my marketing venue, you know, as it is that, you know, it's the most beautiful marketing venue. I agree with Liz. It's the best connection, but I, I had a switch click where it was like, you know what? I can use this more to have a one-on-one conversation with people. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Y'all Not only do replies help you build community, 
it's good for deliverability. If Val replies to Liz and Liz sends an email the next day, guess where that thing is going? It's going straight to the inbox because Val just sent up a green flag to the internet gods that says Liz's emails are important. Mm -hmm. So then let's say Roberto joins Liz's email list a couple months later because Val kept throwing up those green flags. Guess where Liz's email is going? It's going in the inbox. So it's really good for deliverability, but it's excellent for community. Emails, uh, for lack of a better term, it's an intimate space. It's way different than social media. The email is sitting there waiting for a response, right? We just act different in the inbox. And, you know, given your topic, you can go really deep with people. You know, of mm-hmm. course, start off asking simple questions, simple yes or no questions. But as your email list evolves, as you start getting those replies, you can get a pulse for your email list and you can ask those deeper questions. Like uh, Val at the top of the hour said, oh, Liz's template was perfect. If we could spend a few hours together, what would we do? And then they click A, B, or C. You know, mm-hmm. you could even just get people to reply. What will we do? Here are some of my ideas. ABC, uh, hit reply and let me know if any of that feels good to you or if you had another idea. And getting that one-to-one connection while email is one-to-many, turning it into one-to-one is so fabulous. And that's what I mean by friends. And that's what I mean when I can, you know, at the top when I said, oh yeah, you just have a list full of friends. You can basically say, hey, I know you want XYZ, so I created XYZ. <laughs> but you can't do that if you don't have that pulse. If you're not getting active replies, you're not seeing people click on the surveys. And mm-hmm. I love, love, love email for that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I absolutely adore it. And in fact, I mean, listeners know I'm huge into collaboration. And one of the things that's my top thing for collaboration is replying to other people's marketing emails. When they ask a question, I reply to the email and start the connection. And guess what happens, you guys? I get people like Liz on my (laughs) podcast because that is 100% how this came to be. I was replying to switching carts because you switched carts back in, you know, a while ago. And I was replying to that, that yeah, it had already happened. And I saw that in there, you're looking to be on podcasts. And I'm like, well, hell, I'm just going to ask what's going to hurt if I'm asked. (laughs) And that's how it goes, right? (laughs) Yeah, I love that so much. And y'all, when you look at your emails, you know, my, oh, I only have 100 people. First of all, if I had 100 people in my house right now, you wouldn't be able to hear me even with this microphone, right? That's a lot of people. And second, I don't look at it like, let's say I get this podcast and, you know, a few people come over and join my email list, right? I'm looking at those individuals like, oh, LaKendra signed up, Nahaku signed up. Mm-hmm. Oh, there, here comes Roberto again, right? And I'm like, oh, I wonder who Nahaku is. I wonder... Uh, you know, what can I say to her to help her understand that I'm invested in email for her, yeah. right? And so I'm not thinking, oh my gosh, I got to send a hundred people an email. How can I get at least 60 of them to open? I'm thinking about one person at a time. How can I connect with Nahaku who just joined the email list? What does she need to hear? Because chances are everybody else needs to hear the same thing, yeah. right? And you can say those things over and over because, you know, we pick it up when we're ready, not when, you know, somebody else 
wants to preach to us. So I love email for that reason. And I really, truly love connecting with my subscribers. If you could see me, usually this is the part where I pull up a slide and I have like 10 pictures of me with subscribers and they're all customers too, because I believe customers actually create community. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So everybody, if you've been on my list, you already know that I just, I've like been all in on emails this year, like all in. You also know that I've been online for decades. (laughs) And the hearing the message when it's the right time to hear a message is so important. Even if you've been told it a million times, you know, you might be here right now and all of a sudden it's like clicking. And you're like, oh, okay, this feels right. This feels like the time to do it. You know, don't even analyze it. Just go, (laughs) just go with it. (laughs) Start connecting in your emails, start asking questions. Yeah, like Liz says, definitely be looking at it and, and who can I connect on my list? You know, even pulling them up. That was one of the beautiful things that happened when I just went through my list is backwards of what I would tell any one of my clients because I spent hours going through my list. However, it was a mindset shift because I feel like I just connected with all 1,800 people that I did keep on my list. It was not about those people that didn't open. All of a sudden, they just went away. I went, holy crap, there are 1,800 people that are at one sometime opening my email list and I do feel like I need to talk to them. I love that. That excites me so oh, much. Yeah. And because <laughs> totally are, nerding on emails. Anyway. Yeah. Well, y'all, I mean, it is an individual connection. And what I love about email versus other kinds of marketing is it's consent based. So we can get excited about those 1800 people said, yes, Val blew my mind, you know, yeah, let's hang out. Yeah. Right. That's a lot. And email works so well. Why I can spout these, you know, one to 40 bucks. Uh, thing is because it's consent-based. I said, yes, Val, I want to hear more about this, right? I think what Val's talking about is, you know, removing people that aren't opening mm-hmm. from your email list. Those people have just simply removed consent. They remember we talked about that vision, yep. you know, they got on the bus and now it's like, oh, wait, actually I wasn't ready to go to yep. email town, Liz. I need to get off this bus, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes they do it manually themselves. They unsubscribe. Others, I mean, how many unread emails do you have? Yeah. Others, we just keep exactly. deleting or we just ignore them. Somebody sent me a video today and I noticed they had 121,000 unread emails. And that's all oh I could God. pay attention to. Luckily, the video was only like 45 seconds because I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Because I'd be like, I don't know what you even said because I'm like, mole, 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 mole. Right, right. Oh, my gosh. Austin Powers. Hilarious. Anyway, so if those 121,000, if those people were being responsible business owners like Val, they would have removed Mike years ago, apparently, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's really important to do those cold scrubs and to also see unsubscribes as someone who's just, you know, they got on the bus. And they change their mind. And that is okay. It's not personal. It's maybe it was bad timing. Uh, You know, you just got lost in the shuffle of their other 120,000. And in that case, they will resubscribe. That's what I'm noticing now that my email list is about three and a half years old. I'm noticing a lot of resubscribes, which is awesome because it's like, oh, they got on the bus. They got off. They said, oh, 
snap. Let, let me catch back up uh-huh. to that bus. That, that actually yeah. is the bus I need. Yeah. So don't take unsubscribes personally. No. And definitely, you know, if you want to learn more about cold scrubbing, just DM me later because it really is awesome. And again, it, it goes to that consent-based marketing and that's mm-hmm. what makes email so awesome and how you can make those real connections with the people that really want to be there. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's got me looking at it all nerdy looking at it going, oh, okay, well, this is so-and-so and I've never had a conversation with them. Like, that's beautiful. They're opening all of this stuff, but I've never had a conversation. What can I talk about to get them to reply? <laughs> yeah. Do you guys want to know something really silly that I do sometimes? So of course, you know, when people enter their email, they're supposed to enter their name too, but if not everybody does, right? And so something that I do, you know, when you personalize your, I've never talked about this on a podcast. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Something that I do. So, you know, you say, hey, first name Uh and then, hey, you know, friend, like it will replace like first name with friend or whatever. You can actually customize that to say whatever the heck you want. And me, everyone, I don't do this every single time, but you know, when I'm in an especially like goofy mood or something, I'll say, you know, hey, person who should hit reply and tell me their first name, how you doing? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm telling you at least one or two people every single time, oh my gosh, that was hilarious. You know, my name's Liz. I can't believe, you know, that's so funny. How did you know? And you know, we're off to the races. So that's a great way to Val's point of like, how do I get this person to interact? I don't, I've never had a conversation with them. It's a great way to start, especially with those people that don't have their name in the field, mm-hmm. right? Because if you can get their name in that field and you can start sending those personalized emails, they're going to engage more. Yeah. Yeah. Even, and even I, I know how marketing goes. I know that they didn't type my name in there. However, there will still be times. And especially if it's somebody I do know that all of a sudden I'm reading an email and my name's in there and I get this little, (laughs) you know, that connection, that little instant connection of, she talked to me, you know, absolutely. And And I, (laughs) it is silly. And there are some, I've seen a lot of, or not a lot, but I've seen email marketers, and especially a lot of copywriters, and this is where I'm going to get burned on the stake one day. <laughs> They'll say, don't say, you know, hey, Val, hey, Liz, hey, Roberto, don't do that. Like, just get into the email. But for me, and what I teach is, you know, the follower to friend. If I was writing Val, I would say, hey, Val, can I talk to you real quick? Like, I, that, I would I would have that small talk. I would true. have that greeting. I mean, mm-hmm. unless it was somebody like my sister who I'm just like, you know, take a look at this, right? I'm always saying, you know, dropping in real quick, Val, hey, Val, that's what I would do to an actual person I know. And so it's more emphasis for me on the email than the marketing. Like if you're marketing and you're an excellent storyteller, copywriter, sure, you would drop that name and you would just get into you know, let me tell you about the time. I don't know. I was thinking stepped in dog poop. Right. You know, like, <laughs> like, you know, those, all those copyright and they're excellent storytellers. And I'm not, I'm not like talking smack, but you know, those emails, you open it and it's like, I could feel the squish in my shoe and, you know, but they don't say their name, you know, because yeah. it cuts off that, Hey, cause it, it interrupts the story. Mm-hmm. But for me, I teach a much different way of, you know, quote unquote, copywriting in your email where it is like, you're talking to someone, you know, 
and you just happen to, you know, sprinkle in those sales mm-hmm. when appropriate. Mm-hmm. Which was right back to putting your personality in there. Right. Yeah. If you if you put a personality in there, you know, it also goes to, you know, showing I'm invested and I'm relatable. Yeah. Being relatable is really easy. Oh, my fridge broke. Anyway, I'm writing an email because that's what I do on Tuesdays. That is so relatable. And you didn't tell a story, but suddenly I know your fridge broke and I, which is relatable. And I know you're emailing me, which shows that you're invested in me Mm -hmm. without all the storytelling. Right. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. All right. We should probably wrap this up. Just something we could talk about for so long. Y'all, I could talk about this forever. Day, and I day. do. And I do. <laughs> Zone of genius in the obviously right there. So as we're wrapping this up, is there anything, one last thing that you want to leave the listeners with? Yeah. So buckle up. I know you're probably driving, doing the dishes, something like that. Turn it up. This is what I want you to hear. When it comes to email marketing. You know, seriously, when it comes to just life in general, I always ask myself two questions and this helps guide me. Number one, what would this look like if it was easy? And chances are, you know, the answer, it you might be like, oh, well, I would hire someone, but you might not have the money. So I always have a backup question. And number two is, what would this look like if it was fun? And between those two answers, you can usually come up with a solution or a next step action item that doesn't feel like pulling your teeth. I know email feels like this knot. You're never going to untangle. There's segments, tagging, funnels, ESPs, you know, all these things that seem really, really daunting. But if you just ask yourself, well, what would this look like if it was easy? Or what would this look like if it was fun? I promise that knot's going to start to untangle for you. And then you can be nerds like us because <laughs> you'll all of a sudden be all in and you'll be talking to everybody about this topic as well. And you'll be like, who am I? <laughs> One of us. One of us. Join One us on us. the dark side. <laughs> it's fun over here. <laughs> awesome. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for being here, Liz, and sharing all of your tidbits that everybody's going to be writing them down. Everyone, we're going to have all of the information in the show notes and especially how to join her membership because it's wonderful, absolutely wonderful. And you are going to love it. And I know you just connected with Liz. So you're going to want to go grab her information and get on her list and follow her. So all of that's going to be in there. But thanks so much, Liz, for being here today. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm so excited to see what everybody does with email. And if you want to get started, you can just go directly to LizWilcox.com, hit the hot pink button in the right-hand corner. You can't miss it. I'm going to give you an entire welcome sequence already written for you, three newsletter samples, and 52 subject lines, all for free. LizWilcox.com, hot pink button. You can't miss it. Perfect. All right, everyone. I'll talk at you next week. (laughs) 